So the big question is this, how do value-obsessed leaders ascend their business and life to world-class levels of effectiveness, even if they're inside a bureaucracy or starting from scratch with absolutely no capital? That is the question, and this podcast is going to bring you the answer. My name is Doug Utberg, and this is the Terminal Value Podcast. everybody. So we're wrapping up this week's content uh, where we're looking at a finance and operations topic, and we're actually going to be transitioning to looking at recruiting careers next week. Now, one of the things that I would actually like to do and that I'm going to be doing in today's episode is that I'm going to be walking through the difference between a traditional corporate career and a business career and how you can effectively bridge the two of those. And so if you're listening to this on audio, then please, please, please go to YouTube and watch the video as well, because I think that will help the idea make a lot more sense. So anyway, let's get going with the episode. Hey there, everybody. Doug Gutberg here. So one of the things that we're going to be talking about today is uh, career path. If you're watching the video, you can see that I just flashed up uh, my career path card. I'm going to kind of go back to it in just a minute. But the context that I want to talk about it with in is looking at what your career is like in a traditional setting versus you know, a traditional, say, corporate-like tr- career progression and what it looks like as an entrepreneur and how those paths can be different. So let me just kind of go back to our whiteboard here and let's kind of let's unpack this idea a little bit. Okay, so starting out by looking at a career path. The way that I like to think about this is I look at it in terms of like say a two by two matrix. And you know, this is probably, you know, this comes from my corporate background, but on the on the vertical matrix, we have short-term value measured by money with high on the top and low on the bottom. And on the on the horizontal axis, we have long-term upside measured in dollars. And in this case, I'm going to say dollars, meaning dollars slash time control with a low on the left and high on the right. So where a lot of people start will be where they have low pay and low upside. This is a Joe, what I call a Joe job. And this is where a lot of people start, right? And this is perfectly fine because if you started a Joe job, then you know you may not have a lot of progression within that career, but you'll gain skills that, that, that will help you be able to advance throughout your life. But okay, well, so now let's go through, let, let, let's take a look at the, at the corporate career, right? Okay, well, so the way that the corporate career typically works is you normally start further out, you know, kind of further out in the, uh, in, in the realm. I'll, I'll kind of put it in the middle. I'll say this is corporate. And what ends up happening in your corporate career is you end up going up, you know, you you generally start pretty decent in terms of your your short-term pay. Your your short-term pay goes up, but as time goes by, your upside decreases. And what the reason for this is because you, you will start ascending, right? You'll get promo, you'll get promoted, promo. And then eventually you'll be uh, in some kind of senior role where you have high pay, but you also have, and you probably couldn't see me write high pay. So let me, where you have high pay, but you have downside, meaning 
if you get terminated for whatever reason, whether there is a downsizing, whether there is a merger, whatever, then you will you will have a very hard time replacing that level of income. And so, you know, I, I started experiencing this, which is where, you know, I started out in my career, I was getting paid pretty good. You know, I started getting promoted, started getting promoted. And, you know, but what ended up happening was that as I got higher and higher, my upside got less and less because it, you start getting to the point where it's hard to progress further. Okay, now let's take a look at what what happens when you are, at, you know, what, what what happens when you are an entrepreneur. And in an entrepreneurship type of situation, a lot of times what will happen is you'll start out, you know, you'll you'll start out say with a, you know, say you have a business. You will start out with a lower amount of short-term compensation because you don't have a person who is paying your salary. Okay. Well, so, but what'll happen, but the, the way that the business curve works is you'll kind of move forward at what seems like no change in your compensation, but then all of a sudden you'll start getting, you'll start becoming successful and you have the chance to go through an exponential growth curve. So you have, yeah, so what ends up happening is you end up having a delay between when you start and when you realize rewards, but then you have an exponential growth. I will say it an exponential growth opportunity because obviously not every business goes through an exponential growth curve. So, but one of the things that you see is that, you know, is that, you know, if you're in the corporate career, you will start out higher up You'll, and you will, your short-term income will grow more quickly, but your upside will eventually dissipate. Whereas what happens is when you're starting a business, you'll start out usually making less unless you're extremely lucky. And you'll end up having to put in a lot of work for quite a while before you get to that point of exponential growth. And so, but the whole question becomes, well, which of these is the better model? And I think ultimately it depends on the person because you know, for some people, a corporate, uh, corporate career is going to be better because they really value that feeling of stability. For other people, having that upside is going to be more important. And so the thing that I think you have to ask is, right, what's right for you? And I am going to assume that if you are listening to this podcast and or watching this video, that you are at least thinking about business. And so one of the things that you should do if you're thinking about going into business, and I'm giving you some of the benefits of the mistakes that I have made, is you want to read a lot. And, you know, this can be hard to make time for, but it's critically important. Another thing you want to do is you should have coaching and mentor and mentorship. And this is probably one of the places where I have struggled the most because there is a part of us uh, that feels like if we bring in, if we work with coaches or mentors, that that is admitting that we you know that we need help or that we don't know everything. And of course this is naturally nonsense because you know even if you know uh, you know exactly what you need to do in a lot of cases you need somebody who will hold you accountable. And that is what coaches and mentors really do is to hold you accountable in a lot of cases for the things that you already know.
right? You know, the, as some people are fond of saying, uh, in a lot of cases, people need to be reminded what to do, not told what to do. So I just kind of like to get back to our career path here. And so, you know, as you're thinking, you know, it, you, know you were, regardless of where you are going or where you're at on this curve, one of the things that's important to think about is where do you want to be headed? So for example, you know, let's say that you are right here on a corporate career, right? You know, you're say, you know, kind of early mid career, You've been you, you you've been getting promoted. You're making a pretty decent amount of money, but you can sense that it's getting more competitive, and there may be a chance that you're topping out. Well, if you, uh, instead of starting a business full time, you can also create a side hustle, a side hustle business, so that you know you know the with the idea being that you can go from start to this delayed gratification, right? You know, say start a, get a side, side hustle going. And while you're going, say, from here to here in your corporate career, you could be going from here to here in your business so that by the time you decide to exit, you can be prepared for that exponential growth curve. Now, this is also one of the things that uh, one of them, I don't know if I'd say mistakes, but one of the things that I've noticed from my journey was that I'd try, I'd kind of tried getting some side hustles going while I was in my corporate career, but I, I never really understood the delayed, you know, the delayed impact of what it takes to be a, become a thought leader in the current environment, because thought leadership is what is going to make your business sustainable. Let's kind of put our other board up here and the idea of thought leadership. And you'd say, okay, why is this the case? Well, the reason is because there are not that many new ideas out there. Almost every idea that you hear from any influencer, any whoever, uh, is going to be something that somebody else has said in some other way. And so, so the thing that creates influence is not the idea, it's the authority. And the only way that you can build authority is, is either if you have an existing brand or audience, we'll say existing brand, or if you create over time. So like, for example, Gary Vaynerchuk is an existing brand. Pretty much anybody who is business-minded on the face of the planet knows who he is. He does not need social media to become an influencer. He's been an influencer for a very long time on his own right. He has authority, right? Check. Okay, so you could be, you or me, could be publishing the exact same ideas as Gary Vee. They will stick with him and not with us because he has authority. So the goal as you are building your business is to create authority. And the thing is, it is very, very, very hard to create authority from, you know, from nothing. It's possible, but it's hard. 
And so this is one of the reasons why we have that delayed growth curve is because when you, are, you know, when you start out and when you're publishing content, when you're getting traction, when you're gaining followers, uh, when you're creating virtual events, doing all the things that you do to create authority, then what you what happens is right you know you need to put in time you need to get it to sink in well and so you know it, if you go through that process you can get to where you are launching your business at the point where you have already generated some of that authority and now you can leverage it and so i would say that if you are contemplating going into business for yourself and especially say if you're on a traditional career path and you can see you can see the plateau in uh, in sight, you know, or you you can see that there's a chance you'll be topping out. What I would really, really, really recommend that you do is start figuring out what your business is going to be and start putting in the time to build the authority that you are going to need in order to ramp it. Now, I think that if you do this effectively, then what you can do is not only will you be able to create a business that is meaningful for your life, which ultimately is the point, uh, but you will be able to do so in a way that does not disrupt your life. You know, because of course, you know, in my case, when I got terminated from my corporate job, that was very disruptive to my life. And I've had to go through a lot of uh, kind of, you know, personal anxiety and mental trauma in figuring out how to adapt to that. And so that, you know, if you can spare yourself that trauma, that can actually be very helpful. I mean, because ultimately what it's about is really figuring out what your business purpose is and then bringing it out to the world. And that's one of the things that I'm here to help you do. So anyway, that is, you know, that, that's what I'd like to pre present for today. I'd love for you to just have a think on it over the weekend and then, or just have a think on it right now and leave me some comments. If this has been valuable at all, please share it with somebody and let's just keep the conversation going. Uh, so anyway, I really appreciate your time and I'm looking forward to talking again soon. Thank you for listening to the Terminal Value Podcast. Please feel free to visit me online at www.terminalvalue.biz where you can subscribe, find me on social, and then we can connect and just keep the conversation going. I'm really looking forward to hearing from you and I hope you have a wonderful day. All rights reserved. No part of this broadcast may be produced in any form by any means without written permission from Business of Light, LLC. All trademarks and brands referred to herein are the property of their respective owners.